Hello, Patriots. I'm Lee Watts, and this is Patriot Point, your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Well, you notice my voice is still a little raspy. I've been doing a lot of public speaking, a lot of preaching, haven't been able to rest it yet, but we're continuing to take care of that, and thank you to everybody who's been praying for that. I appreciate that. Well, uh, this week we're going to be talking about how Andy Bashir is probably going to be known shortly as Congressman Bashir. Ah! Yep, that'll scare you up, right? Good. We'll talk about that here in a second. But first, I want to talk about some of the things going on in the national news that the regular news media isn't really focusing on. They're not talking about this. Uh, well, if you watch the news at all the last week or two, there's been this big problem with the FTX. Uh, it's a big financial uh, debacle where the, a lot of this billionaire, a guy by the name of Sam Bankman-Fried, has declared bankruptcy. There's billions of dollars unaccounted for. He's been funneling monies to the Democratic Party. Uh, so the United States Congress is going to investigate this guy. Now, even though the Republicans won control of Congress in the House of Representatives, the newly elected people don't take office until January, which means the Democrats still control the House of Representatives till the first of the year. So they've appointed their own people to look into this. So who's going to be heading up the committee to look into this Sam Bakeman fried it's going to be Maxine Waters. Yeah, just, I wouldn't want to run to her in a back alley or really even in broad daylight. I don't want to be seeing that. Now, here's the thing. Maxine Waters is the chairwoman of the, uh, the House of Representatives Finance Services Committee. However, uh, she's going to be investigating this guy. Here's a picture of him with his arm around her. Uh, here's another picture of the two of them together. Here's a video of Maxine Waters blowing this guy a kiss. And supposedly, she's going to be the one investigating this guy uh, for the Democrats because he's been laundering money to the Democrats. As the old timers used to say, that's the fox watching the hen house. Crooked as all get out. And I, the national press isn't really giving a lot of coverage to that. Let me talk about something else the National Press isn't talking about. Uh, you may know there's a, a daytime uh, newscaster. His name is uh, Al Roker. And uh, Al Roker was talking about how everybody should get this uh, a shot, put it in your arm. It'll be good for you. And here this last week, Mr. Roker has had to go to the hospital for multiple blood clots. I just thought I'd point that out. And I do hope that he recovers quickly. Uh, now, speaking of this, there is a new documentary out this week that I highly encourage you to watch. The documentary is called Died Suddenly. It is too intense for me to even put the trailer here on the program. I will put a link to this documentary in the description of this video. You can watch it for free with one click. It is incredibly eye-opening. Uh, the mainstream press is avoiding it, and I highly encourage you to watch that documentary called Died Suddenly. Uh, it, it's kind of a scary thing. Well, let's get into things talking about 
Kentucky news. Something developing in Kentucky news is there is another person who is now running for governor on the Republican side. Yes, the guy who by the name of Alan Keck, he is the uh, mayor of Somerset, Kentucky, and he has officially entered the race, making it now 12 candidates on the Republican side. Oh my word, there's an even dozen people on the Republican side running for governor. Now, normally, you have to get 51% of the vote to get the nomination to be the candidate. If you split it eight different ways, if you can get 9% of the vote, you're going to win. And so uh, it, this is really getting more interesting all the time. And the more people who enter increases the chances for everybody making it anybody's race. And I'll be very interested to see if former Governor Matt Bevan decides to enter the race because that'll make 13. It'll shake it up and anything could happen. Um, they have till the first of the year to enter the race. And after everybody has entered, we're going to start examining all these different candidates saying this is what separates this candidate from the other Republican candidates. Uh, so we're going to have some great programs after the first of the year on that issue. I hope you'll tune in for it. But now what I want to do is I want to talk about how Andy Bashir is probably going to go to the United States Congress. Now, you might be saying, gee, Mr. Watts, however, could this be? Well, since you ask, here's how this could be. Andy Bashir is running for governor again. The election is next year. Now, let's say that he loses. Yes, please. Yes. Let's say Andy Bashir loses. Well, he is from Louisville. That's where he lives right now. In Louisville this year, there was a longstanding congressman who retired. So a new person just took this office, a guy by the name of Morgan McGarvey. Now, if Andy Bashir loses next year, well, the very next year after that will be the election for the congressman in Louisville. And you know who's going to run for it? I bet everything it'll be Andy Bashir. He'll be going against a guy who's only been in for one term, and most people don't really know him. Everybody in the state knows the name Andy Bashir. So if Andy Bashir loses the race for governor, he's probably going to run for congressman over in Louisville, and he will probably get it because this guy wants to go to D.C., be a lifelong career politician, and uh, he craves that, and that's a path to it. But let's say that Andy Bashir doesn't lose the governor's race. What if Andy Bashir was to win re-election as governor? Yes, Lord forbid that happened, but let's say it does, just to play this out. So uh, Andy Pandy wins re-election as governor. Well, keep this in mind. He will have a four-year term. Three years into that is when Mitch McConnell's term will expire. Now, Mitch, either for health reasons, might have to not run again, which means it would be an open seat, or Mitch might run again. As we've been talking about last week and several times, there's an increasing anti-Mitch push from the Republicans. So Andy Bashir, if he wins re-election as governor, that means he was able to beat Republicans in a statewide race. Therefore, he would, if he could get the same people to vote for him as senator, 
he could then replace Mitch McConnell as the senator getting the same votes he got for governor. So that's one of the two ways, and he's probably going to Congress either in the House of Representatives or in the Senate. All depends on if he wins or loses the governor's race next year. And of course, if he wins, Lord forbid, uh, then who's going to be the lieutenant governor is going to be governor. There is no way in the world that they're going to have Jacqueline Coleman, the current lieutenant governor, become governor. Uh, she doesn't, she's not been in cahoots with the Democrats long enough. So she's going to get the boot after about one year of being reelected if Andy should win, Lord forbid. And uh, she'll be replaced within one year. Yes, you heard it here first. She'll be replaced and she will probably, not guaranteed, but probably be replaced by a guy of the name of Rocky Atkins. He's wanted to be governor for a long time, and that's who they're probably going to set up to replace Andy Pandy. Well, that's one of the reasons I hope you tune in to Patriot Point. We talk about things that's not on the mainstream media. We give you analysis that they are sure not going to give you. So I hope you tune in each week for that. It's Thanksgiving time, so one of the things I'm thankful for is how many of you all not only watch the program, but then subscribe and share that. It is having a great influence for the conservative causes here in Kentucky, and that's one thing I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving season. Thank you to you. Well, now that Thanksgiving has happened, uh, we're in Christmas season, so I'm going to end today with just a blatant commercial. Uh, if you want to get somebody something for Christmas, how about you get them a book that Lee Watts wrote? Written three different ones I'll talk about today. Uh, I wrote this one. It's called Omega Hours. It is a verse-by-verse -verse commentary through the book of Revelation and end times prophecy. Uh, I think it'll be really eye-opening and interesting. I hope you'd enjoy getting that wrote another book called Wade in the Balances. It compares where did all these different Bible versions actually come from and what do they actually say if you compare them side by side. So if you'd like to get either of these books, they're on my website, godandcountryministry.com. Then, of course, I've done one other book I've talked about before. It is a fiction book called War of the Realms. It's about a country I made up. It's an action-adventure story, a country that was founded by faith and freedom. But then the day comes when patriots become outlaws and believers become fugitives, and it's the fight to win their country back. I try to put it in this exciting and humorous setting. I hope these things will be a blessing for you. You can get that on Amazon or any of the books on GodandCountryMinistry.com. Well, that's what we have for you this week. So until next week, I'm Lee Watts for Patriot Point reminding you that liberty is not a spectator sport.